Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. This is Michelle Burkhard, and I'm your host. All right, so as promised, yesterday we did an intro to a new series we're going to do on the podcast for the next week. We're calling it our Fear to Faith series. And so if you didn't listen to that one, I would highly recommend it. You don't have to, but go back. That'll give you kind of the background uh, about what we're talking about. But today we're going to talk about the very first um, fear to faith uh, statements, I guess you will. So the first fear we're going to deal with is the idea that you uh, are not loved, appreciated, acknowledged, included, supported, you're feeling lonely and alone. Okay. Now that that's a no fun zone, right? Um, if you have had, uh, trauma, drama, and high stress in your childhood, um, and let's face it, everybody's had experiences, right? The playground of life is none too kind at times. You know, maybe you had an experience when, uh, you know, you were the odd man out because maybe you wore glasses and nobody else did, or, uh, everybody had their ears pierced and you didn't, or you sneezed a lot because of your allergies and, and others didn't, right? There's a lot of different ways that children exclude or make fun of and not include others, right? Maybe it's showing up in your adult life. Uh, there's work drama, right? I can't tell you how many times, uh, especially when I'm talking to leaders, uh, they're like, oh my gosh, Michelle, I've got to get a handle on this. These people are driving me nuts, right? Um, because they're, there's these little clicks that are happening and other people are not feeling included. Or maybe you're in a relationship, and this could be any kind of a relationship, but in particular, a romantic relationship of some kind, and it's become a loveless relationship, right? You're just kind of checking the box, you're going throughout life, but yet you don't feel like there's love there. Um, Or maybe you you don't feel included with your friends. Uh, I'm noticing this quite a bit, actually. People are are tending to come into my tribe, my groups, um, because... Maybe they're learning and they're growing and they're becoming more aware in their life. And they, they realize that they, they're not attached to that drama or gossip or um, just sitting around kind of complaining about their lives anymore. They want to have something better in their life. And they're realizing that their friends don't. And also family, right? But they're also not, you know, in the in crowd, so to speak, right? Or maybe you feel like you don't have a seat at whatever table the decisions are being made. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest that, you know, one of the biggest reasons I even got my PhD was because unfortunately the way that the education system is set up is that unless you have those three magic letters, you're not really allowed to have a voice um, when we're talking about change or making decisions uh, that really affect a lot of people. I don't agree with that, but I understand it. So, you know, I did, I took the hit, uh, went, went to school, got those three magic letters and wouldn't you know, as soon as I announced it, all of a sudden people are like, Hey, we've got a table over here. We're making some decisions. Why don't you come and sit at it? Now, the one part of me is like, this should not be (laughs) right. And the other part of me says, Oh, thank God, because I don't feel like I have to be included in their table, but I'll tell you this. There's a lot of people that I speak for. 
Uh, I, I'm taking a lot of people's voices and their experiences, their problems, issues, and challenges to those tables with me. So you might not feel like you have a voice at the table, and I completely understand that, and know that there's people like me in whatever realm you're dealing with that are trying to speak for you and change it so that you can have a, a seat at the table, okay? This fear, though, is so deep. And to be completely honest, it controls the majority of our relationships, whether those relationships are at home, in your community, or in your workplace. Uh, one of my favorite mentors, um, and she's still alive, is Byron Katie. Yes, that's her real name, Byron Katie. Love her stuff, by the way. There's a book that she wrote called Loving What Is. And basically, um, there's a couple more on relationships that she wrote as well. So if you're struggling in your relationships, I would highly recommend you plugging into her work. Um, she has a very simple process for looking at things differently, for kind of evaluating your thoughts. But really what she talks about is that we need to stay in the present moment, right? Not be in the past, not be in the future. So this fear of I'm not loved, I'm not appreciated, I'm not acknowledged, um, a lot of it is based on what's happened in our past. So if you've had those slights from friends, if you've had the boss that, you know, didn't support you, if you had the, the loved one that, you know, knocked you down, right? That was in the past, but you're bringing that into the now. If you are hesitating from making decisions about your future because of the people in your life, what are they going to think? What are they going to feel? Um, are they going to, you know, remain with me? Um, for example, I, I had a friend the other day that she's deciding to start her own business. And um, her husband just said, this is the last straw. I'm done. And he's left. He left the marriage. Uh, obviously, there were other things that were involved, but he couldn't handle her kind of stepping into her power and doing her own thing. Okay, so for her, she, you know, it's a present thing, but yet she had been waiting to make that decision because she felt like he wasn't going to support her. And now that she's made the decision and that reality has come true, she's dealing with that, right? But many people are are holding back on decisions because something in the future, you know, that they might not be included in their group anymore, right? I know a lot of people who are in um, churches, synagogues, religious groups that are having all kinds of awakenings and truths and spiritual gifts given to them that don't necessarily align with their group. And so they're, they're having to make a hard decision. Do I be quiet about this? Do I say something? Because I don't think my group is going to really support me if I do. That fear is ever present. Okay. Even, even so insidious as, you know, it, if I speak up for this one need with this person, are they still going to like me, right? Are they going to have an anger if I say, you know what, uh, I'm not a fan of sushi, right? I, I've used that excuse before, or excuse, uh, story before that basically, you know, when I was in my people-pleasing state, uh, and I always wanted to be loved and, and encouraged and supported, um, but if somebody said, let's go out to lunch, and they said, let's go to sushi, I hate sushi, Okay. It's not my thing. I've tried it. Yes. I've had authentic sushi before. Okay. I'm not just had bad sushi. I've had supposedly really good sushi. It's just not my thing. 
anything else is fine with me. But instead of saying anything but sushi, I would say, oh, sure, and just go eat it, right? So I was making this decision that was less than for me, when in reality, nobody cared. I could have just said no sushi and then would have said, okay, how about tacos, right? So that fear shows up everywhere. But what if we're always loved, always appreciated, always supported, and we just don't see it? Uh, uh, here's a couple examples. Um, every now and then I will request testimonials from people that I work with, whether you're in one of my membership groups or you're a coaching client, or maybe I've, uh, you know, been a speaker or trainer at one of your events. Uh, and you know, somebody will send in a beautiful, amazing testimonial and I'm like, yay, that's awesome. I love that. Um, and when these testimonials come in, they're amazing. But the one thing that, that I always get struck with is these people are already thinking it. It's just that I've given them an avenue to say it. So just because they send it in doesn't mean like, oh, look, now they appreciate me because I asked for the testimonial. No, they always have. I've just asked for it. Does that make sense? So they've always loved me. They've just not said it. And when I, when I had that kind of aha awakening, I realized how important it is to say it. And so now whenever I'm working with someone and it's, it's been significant for me, I just say it right away. I don't wait for them to give me a testimonial. Uh, I get product reviews. I get people reviews. I get business reviews. Uh, I, I just throw it out there because uh, it's so important. Um, you know, oftentimes we say the really cool things in life for like graduations, weddings, funerals, you know, those are, those are the, the moments in life when we pause to say how much we have loved that person, right? To acknowledge whoever is in the limelight. But what if we did that all the time, right? And here's the other thing too, is that most people do not think about you. Now, let me preface that. Think about it this way. Even the people that love you the most in your life. So think about one or two people that you know for sure love you the most in your life. Do you think they think about you 100% of the time? No. <laughs> okay, they don't does not mean that they don't love you. They're just not thinking about you because guess what? They've got their own life to live, right? And you can tell this by um, go take a group photo and then have the group look at it and ask everybody who they looked at first. You did too. You looked at yourself, right? That is human nature. So instead of saying, oh, you didn't notice me. Well, ask yourself, did you notice that person? Right? And Turn that support and appreciation and acknowledgement on you. Uh, I realized several years ago that I was waiting for other people to see how awesome I was, but I wasn't noticing that for myself. And I said, you know what? I'm going to change that. And so I really started to kind of shine the spotlight on myself. And, and it was kind of every day I would, what's my win for today? And I would I have these little trophies. I would give myself a little trophy and say, look at you, right? Um, and it was just a beautiful way to 
channel that energy, but not expect somebody else to do it. And wouldn't you know, the more that I've done that for myself, the more opportunities that have come my way for people to acknowledge me. Okay. Now I'm not looking for that, but isn't that nice, right? What would your life be like if you didn't have to have anybody acknowledge, appreciate, or love you again? Now, some people, they automatically go to, oh, that's an empty life. Now, listen to what I said. I said, if you didn't have to, if you didn't need that from anybody else, if you were never searching, longing, seeking for it ever again, what would your life be like? I can tell you this, you'd have a a bigger level of freedom, a lot more time on your hands, more peace, and a feeling of unconditional love and people would still love you, appreciate, and acknowledge you. You just wouldn't have to seek it out anymore. Does that make sense? Okay, so I like, love, appreciate, and acknowledge myself. I don't need it from other people. I enjoy it when it happens. I don't need it anymore. I know it's always there. It's like a, an undercurrent of life, right? So I know that when I go out um, later on, I've got to do a couple errands. When I go out, I'm going to be very intentional about bringing the energy of love. There's a couple places I have to stop. And I'm, I, my, uh, my goal as I go out is to look at each person that is serving me right in the eyeballs and pause and tell them thank you. And to just spend about four seconds in that person's kind of space, sending them love. That's my goal. Okay. Um, I know whether they notice it or not, I am extending the universal love that is given to me to them. I don't know anything about them. I don't need to, to love them. Okay. I'm just extending that love. I also know their subconscious brain is going to pick that up. They are going to have different feelings and emotions, whether they are aware of what I did in that moment or not. I also know some people are going to be awake enough to go, well, wait a minute, what just happened there? And it's going to make their day. Okay. What if these things are happening all around you, but you just don't notice them? I, I had a, um, I don't know if it was an epiphany, whatever. It was something that happened uh, change in my thought years ago, as I've been a speaker, professional speaking now for many years, but, uh, I remember going on a stage and I was backstage, I was waiting, uh, for the previous speaker and they were getting ready to introduce me. And I just had this moment of looking at the crowd and being incredibly filled with love for them. And so excited that I just got to spend time with them. And a thought that came to me was, Everybody loves me. They just don't know it yet. And I got to tell you, that has completely changed things for me. I know when I go into a room, I don't care if you know me or you don't know me. I I think about it. Everybody in that room knows, everybody in there loves me. They just don't know it yet. Some people in my life have known that they've loved me and then forgot. That's okay. That's not a problem for me right? Some people, um, you know, will have time and experience with me and won't realize that they love me probably forever, but I know they do. 
Okay. But that one thought takes away that fear of, I hope they like me. You know, a lot of speaker friends that I'm working with uh, and helping them to, to coach and, and bring their business uh, up. That's the one thing is like, oh, did I say the right thing? Are they going to like me? Well, what if you just said, yeah, they all love me. They just don't know it yet. Completely changes your outlook. And as I'm kind of stepping into this place, I realized that what I'm doing is I'm really releasing other people from having to show me and, uh, you know, from having to, to, you know, acknowledge and, and do these things, right? I get to release them. Um, and I'm not, I'm not having like codependency, um, behaviors happening. I'm not having caretaking or over-functioning things happen anymore. Cause I'm like, yeah, I don't need to do those things to, to show you that I'm valuable. I'm valuable just cause I'm here and breathing. Okay. And if you don't believe any of that, that I just said, let me just assure you that the universe has your back. Okay. Um, the universe loves and supports you in all ways. And I wish I had more time today on this episode to really help you understand every single person has at least one angel. Okay. You can call it your guardian angel if you want. Most of us have more than that, but we have angels, we have guides, um, we have people and, and um, spirit energies that are constantly helping us. Now I get it. Some people are going to believe that some people are not. That's totally up to you. You get to decide whether you believe that or not. But I'm telling you from my own personal experience and working with uh, dozens of clients, this has proven to be true. So even if people don't support you, the, the universe does, right? Even if you're not a people person, like my daughter, Hannah, all right, the animals and the plants will support you, right? So we've all got the love, appreciation, and acknowledgement out there. We just might not see it. So do you feel lonely? If you ever feel lonely, find someone else who does too and spend time with them, okay? That's really important. Um, if you ever feel unsupported, first of all, support yourself, right? If you feel unsupported, say, okay, if I were my friend, family member, loved one, how would I want to feel support me, right? And do that thing. Um, also, that's a great opportunity to reach out to your inner circle. Um, so are there people in your life who are very influential and you can just reach out and say, you know what, I'm feeling really lonely and unsupported right now. Can you just spend a few minutes with me? Or if, as I said that you're like, yeah, I would like to have people in my life that I could actually ask that for. It may be time to start setting the intention to find those people. Okay. If you're not feeling appreciated by other people, then you need to toot your own horn. Okay. So kind of bringing this, you know, back down to, to simplicity here, this fear of not feeling loved, appreciated, acknowledged, supported, and, and being alone probably guides about 80% of your day. So start plugging into that, plug into your feelings and say, okay, where is this fear showing up? And instead of blame, shame, and judging yourself for having that fear, say, oh, there it is. Michelle said it would show up. Okay, now what do I want to do with that? 
Okay. Change your perception, change your life, and you get to choose. Are you willing to make that change? All right. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.